We in the villa where it's realer. Mm-hmm. R. Peter Ralph. <laughs> we got the trees in the trees. Yes. Climb up and get cool. Get well, Ralph. We cool, love you. Cool, cool. <laughs> we love you, B. We love you. Tree Villa Records. We back. Um, we should have been started like what time is it? Seven fifty six. Hey, see, that's what my drunk reminiscing ass get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's I, I love cartoons. I can't help it. I'm sorry, mm. y'all. I, I'm sitting there trying to figure out if I ever even seen this shit. <laughs> like, y'all explaining like, what, what the fuck, fuck was I watching? I said, nigga, I was I'm watching Friday. <laughs> he put this here for me and you, man. Right. Uh, it's Benny Greenheart as usual. Mm-hmm. Off this uh, fancy, not fancy, this sweet ass wines. Thanks, Sharonda. <laughs> You're the best. We're going to replace it. Hey, yeah, that. Damn, we killed that whole bottle. Yes. <laughs> We're sorry. We're going to replace it. It was us. Yeah, you know how we get down. Yeah. We got Evil Marty to my right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evil Marty. <laughs> He's back. back up there. Hey, you run do the cell from Dragon Ball Z laugh, the chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> we got Motastic on the mix. Oh, dropped the lighter. Yup. Uh, um, they don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't see it. It didn't happen. Mm-mm. We got the mad scientists on the boards. Q cold blooded. And a very spiffy shirt, I might add. Mm-hmm. Let me borrow that shit, nigga. <laughs> oh, let me borrow that. <laughs> the flowers. We got Stephen and Claire from Atlanta. ATL, shawty. Bloop, 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 bloop. Of course. <laughs> of course, that nigga teleported here. Yeah. Yeah. We had no clue. It took him about 10 minutes. I thought it was Mo. It was Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Whole time. And we got a special guest. Mm-hmm. He's somebody, but it's no one. <laughs> I'm a smooth nigga. <laughs> I'm a smooth nigga. No one in the fucking building. How you feeling? How you I'm, feeling, fella? I'm good, man. I'm good. How y'all doing? Man. Cool. Trying man. to stay alive, man. Yeah. Trying to stay alive, man. Oh man, uh, I, I promise, I promise my peoples I'll do this before we get started. Hey, uh, um, I wanna give send love and light to the victims of sexual assault. Everything, rape, everything across everybody in the world, any woman, man, who going through that shit, we with you, you know what I'm saying? If y'all know somebody going that fuck shit, expose them immediately. Um, if you scared to come out, at least try to talk to somebody about it, you know what I'm saying? Um, try the best you can. I promise my folks that I'll do that, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I want to start the show off with that. Right. A little recent Absolutely. events in some, uh, some yeah. music spots in St. Louis for Very my out-of-town lovely. listeners, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um that transpired um, where we had some predators out here and shit like that. Um, never cool. Never on that creep shit, you know. Um, but we're going to rise above it. Now it's time to make sure these victims, you know, focus on some healing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it ain't going to be no such thing as normal. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I can't imagine going through some shit like that. So can't really say what I would or wouldn't do. But like I said, for real, I do be praying for y'all. And all that good shit. I'm not just saying that shit. I actually do pray for y'all. That's real shit. But yeah, we in the villa. There we go. <laughs> I just have to get that out. You know what I'm saying? No, it's important because it's, it's it's really relevant right yeah, here. Yeah, man. Super relevant. <clears throat> Super relevant. We got no one in the building. One of my favorites. Favorite favorite. The nigga. I, <laughs> when, when I say that, people be like, damn, for real? I'm like, nah, nigga. I be having my ear to the street. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, who made this? And they're like, huh, okay. I'm going to find him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do my do my do my Googles. I'll search. Like ah, found it. Gold mine. Bandcamp. Here we are. Like, like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, like, oh, like, I'll be on the sound. I'll be deep into the SoundCloud. 
Yeah. yeah. The old joints. Oh, flower flame joints, man. Yeah. All that shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's my old work, nigga. Yeah. I got some shit in the chamber. I got some shit in the nah, safe, yeah, nigga. The stuff he got in the chamber, unreleased shit, man. Hey, you need to just have like a keypad sound, like a, like we get into a safe, like beep, 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 and you just play your beats. <laughs> that should be nuts. Like, that would be dope. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to figure out like different, you know, like drops or intro sounds. Tag, yeah. And it's like, I, I'll give this away because I wasn't able to pull it off, but like my ultimate goal was just to like get a bunch of different clips from like different TV shows and shit, just people like saying no one stitched together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But That's, yeah, that, that can be you can still pull that off. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I, I, I couldn't pull that off today, but hopefully next time I do like some kind of performance. Like you mean just on some like streaming shit? You couldn't pull it off? Yeah. Okay, obvious reasons. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. Come How like, long did it take you to like find all of that? I mean, like um, I I didn't I didn't find it all yet. I only found like a couple ones that okay, actually okay. sounded okay, but. Yeah, that's a project for another day. <laughs> <laughs> if you do that shit loud, that shit would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, he said that shit on the villa. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> so, we're gonna hop in the DeLorean. I'm gonna go all the way back. I'm sorry I'm showing my age by saying a DeLorean. It's relevant. <laughs> the, the Marty McFly shoes, young people. Those. <laughs> we're hopping in the DeLorean. We're going back in time to before no one. Mm-hmm. So, what, what what was your upbringing like? My upbringing. Um, well, one thing a lot of people don't really know is that I'm not from St. Louis. Um, I'm actually from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, oh, which is like over uh, East Coast. Okay. Uh, super red, red state. Uh, best way I could describe it, it's a place full of Amish people and rednecks. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting area to grow so, up. Yeah, so Amish are interesting here. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't found out the answer to that. But yeah. Amish and red? That's an interesting combination. I wonder how they get along. Yeah. Like, because the Amish is minding fucking business, I think. Pr- yeah. Pretty much. Like, as, as long as you're just not, like, running up in their in the communities, like, they, they're pretty to themselves. I mean, they came out for us to, uh, you know, say Black Lives Matter. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, oh, what the f- Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> that's when I knew it was really real. Like, but like, damn, like the Amish came out. Yeah, that's wild. Huh? Somebody used to run up to him. They're killing black folks. Send a carrier pigeon over there. I was like, somebody had to write a letter. They are killing niggas. Like, get here, quickly. Like, like, it's like, some shit like that. Um, in trouble. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> niggas in trouble. <laughs> niggas in trouble. Yo, the first time I ever heard, like, an Amish person was Weird Al Yankovic when he oh. remade uh, Gangsta's Paradise, <laughs> Paradise to Amish Paradise. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, mom, what's Amish? Like, you know what I'm saying? And she told me, like, what it was. And then, of course, you had, like, Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. I think that was Amish people. Uh, were they? I don't know. I think they. I just thought. I think they were just like just regular white folks in the, in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Much. They were not Amish people. Yeah, she, I, <laughs> I thought they were. I think that's what confused that's what got me. You. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> they. Oh, like look, that's Amish people right there. They, they weren't far off. Though. You know, they uh they make their own milk and shit <laughs> and go get water out of wells and stuff like that. And then they be having Coach. a little, they having a little curl under the hat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come down and shit, like yo. I fucks with y'all. Y'all be wearing all black all the time, too. So that's nice. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's the first time I ever heard of like Amish people, bro. And I was like, yo, I was fascinated. And then Coolio got mad about that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Amish and redneck people. How are you maneuvering through that? Like, what what are what did you have to learn? Like growing up in that type of environment. Yeah. How long? How long were you there first? Oh, yeah. yeah oh you? man, I, I grew up there. So like, I, I was there up until I turned like fifteen. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. And um, like I said, it was, it was a, uh, it was weird. I, I guess I'll say this: moving here to St. Louis was a huge culture shock to me. Mm. Cause like, I had never really been in an area where there was like, you know, so many black people around. Yeah. Mm. So it was just like. I don't know, just kind of get, getting used to, I guess, whatever the, I guess our quote-unquote culture is, like, mm-hmm. you know, and what, it, it was different, but. What was know. their culture up there? We already know the Rednecks culture. You yeah. explain that shit. What? Um, yeah, what did, like, black culture look like around that upbringing with the Amish and, with the Amish and Rednecks, like? I mean, it. I different, I'm, it sounds it, different. I, I guess the, the thing was, is like. I mostly like grew up like around like my my mom and my grandma. Mm-hmm. My grandma's from the South, uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess it's it's pretty uh, comparable to like you know how I grew up, just like in a Southern household. Okay, but just you know, everyone else around me just not like that. So. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. only one. Yeah, that's crazy. So like, did were you already into like your like creative side? When he was up in Pennsylvania, or did it take coming to St. Louis to kind of dabble in? I, I was kind of like always into music in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. Like, um, just like growing up in school, being in the band for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the baritone of all okay. things. Okay. Um, played that for years, and uh, I kind of taught myself how to play the keyboard. I forgot by the time I got here. (laughs) That's essential. Learning the keys is essential. Yeah. Like, what? I wish I could have taken it more seriously. Man, you and me both. (laughs) Because I know how to play the piano kind of muscle memory. Yeah. But, like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, damn, I was a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I was not, because I was, mom, you got to practice. Like, fuck, I'm going to go outside. Like, y'all want to practice shit. You know, but I was in the band. I didn't play no instruments. Hmm? I never played any instruments. they made me. They made me play the piano, but then I gravitated towards the saxophone myself. Okay. So it was just like I saw Lisa Simpson. I was like, "Yo, that <laughs> instrument that? sounds pretty cool." Yeah. Like, you know, Bleeding Gums Murphy, R.I.P. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, I want to play the saxophone." My mom was like, "What? All right, like they keep you off the streets, and then fuck it. Like, I'm gonna go. I got you. I'm gonna yeah. go buy that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I was pretty good at that shit too. And that's the thing about instruments, man. They they it's all the same. It's, mm-hmm. no, it's just finger placements. Right. Mm-hmm. So as long as you get the finger placement down, or if you if you can play by ear, that's even better. Uh, yeah. I'm not one of them niggas. I cannot play by ear at all. I tried, and I, I just couldn't. Like I, I wasn't that gifted at all. When, it kind of took me a while just to like get comfortable with like, the baritone from, uh, until I uh, was able to play by ear. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it definitely took a while. Like um, My grandfather... Uh, was heavy like into jazz, oh, so okay. like once I started to you know like get older in like elementary school, and like you know chilling listening to music with him, he was just kind of like, you know, n- none of his kids or our grandkids really did music like like he really wanted them to. Oh, so okay. it's kind of to me he's like oh you, like you got to play something like. <laughs> 
he he loved the saxophone, so he was like, "How about this? You, you want to play saxophone? You want to play mm-hmm. keyboard?" Like he was just like trying to throw like any instrument at me that he could. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just like went to school and they had me try a bunch. And at first, I was gonna play the tuba, but I guess there was no more left. <laughs> the I, I, I went I went to a really small school that had like a farm beside it. Damn. Yeah. Super. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like. Yeah, I think there was only like one tuba, but um, so I guess somebody else had it. Some someone else had it, and um, they were like, "Well, how about this? This is like a smaller tuba, kinda." And I was like, "Okay, right, so and ran with just, it. That was that. Did did, did your uh your grandfather play any type of jazz like around you that you can recall now as an adult? Like, damn, I heard this when my my granddad was playing it. Um, he loved Miles Davis. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he loved Miles Davis. He loved uh, John Coltrane too. Oh, yeah. Essentials. <laughs> the essentials. Yeah, that's really all you need. Jazz. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of great guys, but like yeah, those yeah. top two, those yeah, those are Ryu and Ken <laughs> of jazz, yeah. my dude. Like, yo, there they are, right there. Those them dudes. Uh, how about like your uh, your mom? Like, this, what type of music was she listening to when you was younger? Mom was like super into like R and B, like a uh, Quiet Storm type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she she definitely helped me like uh, get into. I guess hip hop, kinda. Oh, okay. Like, um, I, I guess it was mainly just you know what was popular like around then. So, you know, growing up, like I listened to a lot of like the East Coast, like uh, Biggie, Nas, Jay Z, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But it wasn't really until I got older that I really, um, like, once I had uh, gotten into, I want to say, what was that like eighth grade? I kind of backtracked and just kind of went into, like, everything that came out mm-hmm. when I was, like, in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Just kind of dug into, like, all that uh, underground East Coast stuff. So I started getting into, like, Gangstar mm-hmm. and um, said, Mob Deep and stuff that, like that, that. That's fun because, like, when you... when you that's, that's one of those moments where you wish you could do it again for the first time. Like, I wish I can discover this band or this artist for the first time again. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, like, I think everybody in here been through that where it's like... Damn, I I've heard about them and I knew they were dope. I just never listened to them. And then you go back and listen, I'm like damn, like I was tripping. But I'm here now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm got into the prime. Yeah, I, I did that with Nirvana. Uh, out of all like bands, like <laughs> when I remember, I remember vividly Kurt Cobain dying and seeing like MTV News shout to Kurt Lauder. Uh, once you seen that nigga, you knew something bad was happening. Like oh shit, somebody mm. died. Mm. <laughs> just, something serious is happening. And I didn't know who, I was like, who is this white boy? I don't know who that is. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, oh, let me watch X-Men. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mind my business. <laughs> right. And and I'm just seeing, like, you know how MTV was back then in the 90s where they show video of just these white people just inconsolable, just crying and bawling. And I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, like, he was somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when I got to college, I don't know what made me listen to him, but I think I heard... Smells like Team Spirit for like the hundredth time. And I was like, man, I wonder what else they got. Because that was the only song I knew they, that they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I I listened to I actually went in order. So I went hmm. discography. I mm-hmm. went actually I went I went and listened to Bleach first. I'm like, like, damn, this is different. Can't play this around the homies, but uh <laughs> I, I fucks with this. Like, this is crazy. And then I just started going, I'm like, damn, this dude was really was a and I understood why people was crying. Like I like damn, like dude was like really great, mm-hmm. great pen. I love people with great yeah. pens, man. Like I did that with Amy. 
It was oh, so you, you weren't listening to her when she? Was it was like, even after a couple years. It was short though, like so I can understand. It was short because yeah. she, when she splashed with Back to Black mm-hmm. and won all them Grammys, people was just like, "Whoa, where the fuck I been?" Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and then she died like probably like two years after that, maybe less than that. I felt like uh, maybe three. I don't know, 20, but it would be a like long time before I checked her catalog out, and yeah, it slaps. Yeah. <laughs> Even her, I love yeah. her remixes. Yeah, that's it. Like, she got a lot of like covers and like shit with Frank Sinatra. Like she was crazy. Strong but, voice, super yeah. soul. Dog, like she did that. Uh, she had an acoustic version of uh in my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sang it live, and I was like, I've never heard a white person sing like this. Like it was just like, because I'll be playing around people. They be like, "Who is this? Is this possible? Like, Shit, this is Amy." <laughs> like, God damn! Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but but them over there, like in the, like the UK and all, they they treat music how we should treat it, but we don't. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like it's, it's kind of a sad. deeper appreciation. Yeah, whole like, whole man, Europe. They appreciate food better over there. Too. Europe, Europe Sorry. as a whole. Like if you, if, it, it'd be because I think we talked about it on Spades episode where he was just like, yo, when I went overseas, it was just like, yo, they here at three a.m. for a hip hop show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like back over, like, oh, nigga, I'm going home. Like yeah. it's over. It's one a.m. Nigga, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? He said they, they was, they was just ready for just music. Usually, the, like a show here, like at midnight, everybody just start peeling out. But, right, and that's wild. I never understood that, man. Especially if, um, well, I do understand it. I'm being naive, but like, <laughs> like with me, if I see, if I see, like, all right, if I see Centipede or No One at the time, Centipede, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the bill, or like Flex or Q, it's like, yo, that's a show. Even if I didn't know them. I'll be like, yo, I'm checking that out tonight because I'm going to mm-hmm. catch something. Like, mm-hmm. some type of, like, vibe, some type of inspiration, something. Or I'm going to hear something new. You know what I'm saying? And people just don't really think like that here. Like, yeah. it's kind of... They don't spend the time to discover new shit. They yeah, already want to... Like, they only want to go to shit that they already know about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, that's the yeah. fun part. Like, it discovering is. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I... Especially if I see somebody on a... I love it when I see somebody on, like, a flyer and then Mo or Marty be like, Yo, I know that person. He's dope. Mm-hmm. Check him out. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like that makes it be better. In there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that makes it way better. And then of course you get there, you're they're proven right. Damn, <laughs> yeah, he really is that dude. Like, I remember I went to one of the Fresh Produce shows for the first time, yeah. and Moses always telling me like, yo, you got to come out to one of these, man. It's crazy. It's packed. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, dudes be playing that shit. Wall to wall. And I came, and I, he went line. I came there, like, damn, like, for hip-hop? And I was, I was shocked. And, mm-hmm. of course, I played, I heard nothing but heat that night. Like, shout out to Flexworthy. That's why I'm yeah. like, yo, who's this dude in this green jersey, dog? Yeah. He's killing it. Like, <laughs> he's killing it. Like, that was dope. I like that shit. Like, I, how, how, how is the, the beat scene here? Because I want to hear this from your perspective. Since you're kind of the beat scene here, it's it's growing. Okay, it's growing a lot, and it's it's kind of interesting to see. Like I I don't I don't really think it's fair to say that like I've been here, but like been in the scene, mm-hmm. like you know, since the, I mean as far as the beat scene for like the inception or anything like that. Okay, people have been doing beat shit before I decided to like poke my head out, but 
it's just interesting to see like where it's like where it was when I started mm-hmm. and then seeing like new like all the new producers or newer producers yeah. like come out and I guess put their their twist on it compared mm-hmm. to like what you know me and me and Franco and Abnormal and other people were doing like mm-hmm. when I started so it's it's interesting to see it growing the way it is cuz I'll be wanting to have like I always envied uh uh LA yeah. They had like low end theory nights and shit, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I'd be looking at like, like I said, like old flowers and shit like that. I'm like, damn, he had blue and exile and mind design on the same fucking bill. Like, <laughs> like, dog, like what the fuck, dog? I was stayed at three a.m. for that. Yeah, like, and, and then like I, I forgot what I, I saw or read. They were saying when that shit had started, it was like maybe twenty people coming in like on those nights, and then. It, now of course it's just worldwide and it's just huge. Yeah. But it's just like damn, like we can have that here too, where it just starts out like like this now, and then it's just like boom. yeah, that's how fresh produce was when it first started. It was doing the beat battles back then. I would say maybe like twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Cause I think they started twenty ten around that time, oh nine around that era, and it was just like beat battles. We'd be like a few people there, like all right, this the homie. He made beats. I'm gonna show up for him. To come from there until where it's at when he used to be at uh, Monocle. Mm-hmm. And it was just like packed jam on a Wednesday night. Mm. On a Wednesday night. Wednesday is technically the slowest day in retail and in restaurants mm-hmm. and clubs. Wednesday is the, like, the dead night. To have that shit packed wall to wall. Even though Monocle is small as fuck, but like just to have that many people, just mm-hmm. to hear beats. Right, just to hear beats, though. It was that just tripped yeah. me out. That was <laughs> when I yeah. saw it. I was just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like, and it'd be so many producers. You know, everybody in there don't know every producer on the right. bill. So mm-hmm. people that are to see new and hear new music. Right. Shout, Shout out to them, man. That, that, like I said, I only been one time, and one time I went, it, it was mind blowing, man. I'm like, damn, we missing this. This is what we need right here. We need more of it. I remember uh, the first the first beat battle that I had ever joined. That man, that shit was weird, but <laughs> it, it's also kind of like how I slipped and fell into the scene here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so there was a beat battle in a I think it was the 2012 Slumfest, mm-hmm. and um, the 2012 Slumfest D, uh, DJ Who was hosting it, and. You know, this this is my very first uh, beat battle, very first time I'm ever, like, showing anybody outside of my bedroom my music. <laughs> so I come out, I join, I um, I go up in the first round, and of all people, I go up against Mastermind. <laughs> hey, shout I, out to Mo. <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to Mo. <laughs> th- th- this is how I met him. And, of course, I lost the first round because I decided to play weird shit instead of playing <laughs> shit. The bangers. <laughs> That's the thing about the beat battles, man. You can't. You gotta come with the the, the bangers, man. You yeah. just gotta slap. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta slap. I, I, cause well, the night I went was that was with uh, Keith, right? Yeah. And you was yeah. performing, and I'm like Keith was the slappers. Well, no, no, no. Oh, no, no that was yeah, the, that was the champion. No, that was the champion. Yeah, that was the, the championship champion battle. He like the the, the, the his second round was just is the, the beat was a super chill. Yeah. It was good, but it was just like. Yeah, nah, you know he, we he got wasn't you. gonna win. Yeah, yeah he wasn't gonna win with though. And Mo knew instantly this nigga's a fucking uh, fresh produce vet. 
He's like, oh, not getting it. <laughs> I was ready to go. He's I was like, like nope, yeah. nope, you, you blew it. Like, it's, nope, wrong beat. But no, nah, that first round was insane, though. He yeah. went against Katara, dog. Yeah, Thank you. that was crazy. That was a round. That that round was crazy. And then I'm like, damn. Oh well, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. I mean, it was the championship battle. Like, it was tight. He was still in it. Like, tight. what was some of the uh, artists or like albums that kind of like influenced you to like start producing? Let me see. Probably, um, to be honest, it wasn't until uh, when Kanye came out with College Dropout. Mm-hmm. I think like w- when that came out and I started seeing the word producer more, mm-hmm. I think like that's kind of what, you know, that's what kind of like just got me interested. And just like hearing hearing beats like that again, because like I think around that time we, were, we weren't really hearing that much like sample heavy stuff. Not in the mainstream. Uh, it was just him and Blaze oh, you right. doing yeah. yeah. So, like, once College Dropout came out, I just, I thought that it was just so interesting mm-hmm. to hear, like, you know, an old, like, Shaka Khan song, like, reimagined, like, yeah. one that I actually knew. So I was like, this is really dope. Like, <laughs> I wonder if I could do stuff like this. And then I ended up, like, not too long after that, I moved to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So, like, I moved to St. Louis in, like, 05. I turned 16 and, like, I was uh, I was actually being homeschooled around this time. I wasn't I didn't have no friends. I wasn't talking to anybody. Like I was literally just like holed up in my crib, just like doing school, just doing schoolwork, staying to myself every day. That's it. Mm-hmm. Not social at all. And um, my uh, my stepdad at the time, he uh he used to work for Time Life, so he would get like a shit ton of promotional like programs but programs and books and movies and stuff mm-hmm. so like when we moved here to St. Louis once he finally made his way here he just started like digging through everything mm-hmm. I come down into the basement at the time which is where my room was and um he had uh hooked like his computer stuff together and he was like playing this weird ass like beat that he was making I come down and he had installed this thing called Magic's Music Maker 6 mm-hmm. on it which is basically the same shit as a MTV music generator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he had installed that, and he looked at me, he's like, Austin, I think this is something that, you know, you're really going to like. And, yeah, like, that was it. Like, he showed me that program, and I just ran with it. Mm. So college dropout was the kind of like, all right. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, I can do this shit, and I'm on it. Yeah, that, that 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 was kind of the thing that like sparked the interest. Okay, yeah. I think I cause I think I think it's always key. Uh, just tap it, boom, bless the bottle, baby. Bless the bottle. Stephen Clare came in uh, with more uh, reinforcements. <laughs> I was wondering. We, I think we, we keep in class. I think I think every uh, artist or not even not an artist that have like one album that was just like yo like that. I heard that album that made me want to do what I wanted to do. Yeah, like. Cause like, or even now, I, I found myself uh recently last night, or not last night, but uh last week. I was like, man, why am I listening to this first Brandy album so much? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just random. I was like, dog, I just had Broken Hearted stuck in my head, and I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna go uh look this up and uh listen to it so I can get it out of my head. Yeah. And I ended up just kept playing the whole album over and over, and I was like, hold up. This album low key kind of influenced me low key, man. And then, like, like, really like get into to like vocals and 
thinking like, damn, this person can really sing. Cause before then, I was listening to like Jodeci and New Edition, of course. But like, and they're they're great. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Debatable if they're better than her or anything like that. It doesn't even matter. But like, I would, I just, I just straight up thought about that in my grown ass age, where I was just like, wow, Brandy's first album really influenced me. Like, and I, I never thought of, thought about that shit. But yeah, that shit jams. Uh, anybody who haven't heard that shit? <laughs> been living under a rock for the past what twenty years? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Been twenty plus years. Like ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. Ooh. Jesus, I'm old. Right. <laughs> like, nah, I remember when that came out. No, oh, it's so good. It's so great. And I wish. I don't wish, but every, every there's always a blueprint. And. I'd be wanting like artists to kind of like evolve, yeah. but still stick to the blueprint if that's possible. Mm, like yeah, yeah, yeah. take some bits and pieces from the blueprint. Exactly. You know what I'm don't. I don't want to say like don't change completely because I don't want to hold nobody up from like uh, just not being innovative or coming up with something like themselves for themselves. But I'm like, damn, they don't make like R and B like records. Like and it doesn't have a certain feel to it. It's, is it because yeah, I know of the producers? It's the producers. Yeah. But so, like, all the times to change, we got to, you know, approach the song like this. Because when I say, with Freak, with Freak drop and when The weekend drop, everybody's like, okay, we are going this direction now. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of feel like every, like, new big artist, R&B artist, or rap star. So they call that, because don't, don't they call that... Uh... Alternative R and B or some some shit like that. I think that's what they, they coined it as. <laughs> but then, like when you, I hate when they give like shit like that names. But it kind of low key existed before it. Exactly. And it does. So it's it's kind of like how lo fi is. Exactly. Like where like exactly. like dog like I've been chill, my- <laughs> chill music been happening since this Q Tip, my nigga. Right. Like. Like, this is dog. pretty much just a bunch of Dilla beats. Man. <laughs> right? beats man. Like, so, except this is... they're not mixed in like, uh, like I, I don't get, I get the 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 uh, obsession over it, but I don't, under, I just don't like the disrespect. It's kind of like you're trying to the disregard, like, it's hip-hop, my nigga. Exactly. Like, they're trying to make it into, like, another genre. Like, exactly, no, nigga, exactly. this is hip-hop. Like, and it's very, that, that, that whole scene is kind of dismissive too, because it's like, <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, nigga, I flinched. Ow, nigga. Yeah. Uh, All right, you gotta pour me up some of that shit out of that nigga. God damn. Uh, All them fireworks be popping at night. Got a nigga jumping. PTSD. <laughs> but no, the whole the whole genre, because it's like nobody. Oh. Wait, which record? Uh, the lo-fi. I'm gonna talk about the whole lo-fi. Oh, uh, the whole the scene and movement. Like ideally, me. It's like I used to listen. I listen to, used to listen to that shit heavy mm-hmm. when it was popping. And it was just like, why nobody rap to know these lo-fi beats? I'm pretty sure like a rap artist can do the most basic ass flow, basic ass rhymes, and blow up off that shit. Errol Sweatshirt. Well, he 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 already yeah. he already blew up already, but then he just went on like look, he just got into that mode of uh. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck about the industry. I'm yeah. doing what the fuck I want to yeah. do. And he just started rapping over all lo-fi shit. And it sounded, it's great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He knew what he was good at. Yeah, like, well, it, that, that was his but, shit. But still, like, kind of, Earl was still kind of just underground to me still. And the field, he may, he may yeah, ask you, he may ask a crowd. He, 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 he made himself underground. He has a fan base. 
Yeah, he that's made himself underground. That's he a kind of a cult following from like mm-hmm. our feature, all that shit. Because he he didn't he he blew up and then people was like, yo, this is guy like there's Tyler and there's him and there's Frank. He they were like the the Hydra of exactly. our future. <laughs> yeah. And like Earl was just like, yo, like my label fucked up my first album. Then he learned how to produce and he produced all of his second album. And then he was just like, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to be on a label anymore. I just want to rap over some lo-fi shit that I produced, and that's my thing. That's and you should see his shows. It's kind of funny because I've seen like his this rabid fan base turn on him. Like, right. man, <laughs> Earl is terrible now, man. And yeah, oh, I show. I was like, what the fuck is Then it made sense one day. Yeah, like because <laughs> when I heard the the I think it's called some rap songs. I think you named yeah, that yeah. shit and. I was just like, yo, like, I I guess that's my fault for coming into it thinking, like, I'm going to hear shit like the previous or no. something similar. And it was a total detour from what he, and then it was like a minute long each song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, but that shit was kind of interesting. Run that back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, and then, then I understood when I started seeing more of him, he started doing more interviews and shit. I, I understood why he was just like, yo, like, that shit just fame shit. Fuck it. Like, I, I'm just going to make some cool shit with my DJ. We're just going to go perform these songs. I'm not... You notice he don't do none of his old shit. Like, he mm-hmm. may do something off I don't like shit, I go. I don't go outside. Mm-hmm. But he don't do shit off that first one at all. And that's like his most popular shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck that shit. We rapping over all lo-fi shit tonight. <laughs> Chill hip-hop. <laughs> Nigga, you, you don't like these raps. And he be doing unreleased shit, and them shits be sounding crazy. I be like, dog, he got to put this shit out. But I don't know. Yeah, but Earl is just like the embodiment of just like, fuck the fans. I'm going to just rap over what I want to rap. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going like to just do like what it. I want. Right. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. That dude does not like give a fuck yeah, at I truly all, respect dog. that. I love, I, yeah, you got to respect some shit like that, man. But yeah, like, I don't want to shit on Lo-Fi, because I do be listening to it, but I'm like, yo, like, y'all got to chill. Like, it's a pun intended. (laughs) I think, think, like, my whole gripe with it was that, like, once people figured out, like, how to cookie cut it, oh, once once people figured out, like, the quote-unquote, like, formula of it, it Mm -hmm. just became so watered down. Mm. And it's like, it started to become, like, less less of a hip-hop thing and more of just a trend. Mm. And I think that that's that was kind of my thing. It's like they're kind of trying to steal from the culture. Yeah. And it's like that dismissive shit. Like, uh, it, it didn't start here. It's just lo-fi, guys. Like, I just see a bunch of people trying to find shit to loop. Everybody wants to, <laughs> exactly. Everybody wants to loop. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Fi- finding just some random, like, Bill Evans four-second clip yeah. uh, to, to like, it. throw some... Like impeach the president drums over and that's it. Like, they put some anime picture. Yeah, some anime <laughs> picture. The most yeah. simple jump uh, pattern. And, oh. and a, a hashtag and that's it. Uh, wow, wow. <laughs> Simplest jump pattern ever. No, it really, like, it really do be super, super simple. Like, cause it got to the point where like, I eventually want to learn how to produce. But then when I I heard like chill like the way like lo-fi is like. That cookie cutter and that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, I, I know I could do this shit. Just give me a little bit of time. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. Give me a couple months. Like, just give me some months and I can do something similar to this. Like, yeah. I know I could. That's crazy. That's super crazy. I Do they do shows like that? Like, sets? Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen a set. To be honest, I, I've never... I've never really seen, like, um... I've never seen shit out of YouTube. Of, 
Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's just not like that's mine and the listeners. Like they a lo-fi have one. set? Yeah, like a, a, a full like lo-fi yeah. set. Oh, I've, I've, uh, I haven't seen them, but like I've heard plenty of mixes. I'm like, that's, right, right. Like that's what I'm talking about. set type joints. The crowd is just like the missive. It's just like, <laughs> I can't tell you. Like I used to like play that at work every Saturday mm-hmm. in the break room because it's like chill everybody out. And it's like, I cannot tell you one artist, like, or one producer. Like, I just Damn. don't know. Yeah, the songs just be I just, good. It just be so, it's just like, yeah. so many people just, it look like it's super easy to do, super simple. So it's like, so Damn. many artists really submit to it. it. And it's like, that's why I'm like, I can't understand why no one really, like, got on a lo-fi beat and it, like, it blew up from it. Because I'm like, shit, like, a no bunch, of a, bunch of AZ shit can blow up from that. Like, mm. out of, my album D, a lot of, uh... Gangstar shit. What's, like, uh, what's the dude name? Well, I think no, nah, that that doesn't count as lo-fi. I was about to say Logi, but I was like, nah, cause Logi and Swarvy, but I I wouldn't classify that under. I mean, it's chill. Yeah, but it's it's but, like chill, but like, it's not the cookie cutter lo-fi shit. You right. Know what I'm saying like, and, and if you're oh, hold on, if you're a fan of lo-fi and some and you know, let us know. Like, I've us. never heard of a producer that was just strictly just on like, that. That just that that wave yeah. at all like I've I've heard producers produce something similar to it yeah but not just be that's just their calling card right of, of and that. that's why I'm just like that whole scene that whole they it's, don't it's, exist it's, it's, they're don't bots because <laughs> it's just like oh anybody can do this yeah like I'm saying simple loop simple drum pattern and it's just like there's no like premiere there's no just blaze there's no Kanye mm. out there unless you know and listen to lo-fi hip hop let us know tweet us at Tree Villa. Please do. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I was like, man, this, this I, like every time I think, I like this shit could really blow up. This shit, if this many people listen to it, this should be popping on the radio. All right, guys, this is the plan. Q, Steve, we're rapping over low five beats. <laughs> and we got to make it pop. <laughs> we're just about to just start rapping over low five shit. Hold on. When it's I say, hold on. Just like a sound file. A real. Lo-fi beats. I still, I got like three or four. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like eight or seven years old, six years old, or like centipede beats I have. I was trying to rap. <laughs> I was trying to rap. I was trying to rap. I almost had it. I, I almost, almost had it. <laughs> I be like, I used to like, yo, yo look this. He was like, I was like, all right. Man, well, we tried to. <laughs> we tried to do a few joints, though. There was, I still got them. <laughs> there, was, there was one in particular. I don't want to give too much away. I don't care. The, I don't know that Lennox Star one. Like, yeah, the, stay, uh, stay for me. Oh, yeah. stay, stay for me. me. I'm just a telephone call. Yeah, that joint. I remember I was going to do a breakup, and I was in Walgreens <laughs> randomly late night. So that's two and bad then, combinations right there, man. And name. like, <laughs> they came over to the they came over to the loudspeaker. I'm like, buying Plan B. Hold on, let me just no no. <laughs> it's the only reason you go to Walgreens after 10. No, just, <laughs> Strap up! <laughs> no, that's like, no, I said 3 a.m. <laughs> I said 4 a.m. Like, oh shit, well, uh, I said, here's Walgreens, all right. <laughs> but um, I sent that to him. I sent like a few guys, like a few joints, even with like anime samples in it in the beginning, like just like chill, actual production on it. Like, ain't no simple, it's a loop, but it's just like he really put some thought, he put some really thought mm-hmm. behind the drums. And a sample with it. So, like, when I tell you, sh- I, I got some joints still. <laughs> like, an- niggas sleep on the yeah. anime samples, bro. Yeah. They really do. They, like, like, I want to sample, I want to sample the uh, loop in the third, the uh, love thing. Man, he, he, Which one? Because uh, Cassie did it. Cassie uh, did it. 
That sounds Lupin good. the Third got some classics. Man, man. like the, it's, it's, if y'all got Amazon Prime, they got Lupin Third, Lupin the Third Part Four, hmm. and the series. Can yeah. I just start there? Yeah, which, hold on, which, oh. yeah, because all each one like the parts are all different. They're mm-hmm. separate series. Which blazer is it? Dub. Which color blazer? Blue. Okay, I'm gonna check. It's blue. So it's yeah, because Lupin. You don't want to watch one and two, though, especially one. One's old. That's 60s, 70s. Okay, okay. Two is kind of like the, the you know, you ever have some shit where it's just like, you're not a real fan if you haven't seen this. Like, yeah. that's looping the third part two. Okay, okay. Like, where, and it's not even that deep, my dude. Then you got part three. Then you got Fajiko Mine. That was part Oh, so so it's part five on Prime. My fault. It's part five. Blue Blazer. You'll you'll see that. Is shit. Is that the new one? Is it? New? Yeah. I think that was coming on Toonami. Was that coming on Toonami? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that shit oh, okay, is that. flame, oh, my man. That was cool. Is it, is it dubbed? A, oh shit. Um, it is. It was dubbed. So it came on Toonami. It was dubbed. The Blue Blazer one? The, are you talking about the newer one? Yeah. yeah they in Italy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then it's dubbed then, because that's yeah. the one I'm talking about. I was watching it sub. I only thought it was a sub version. Yeah. So I just I, made it through my first sub. I ain't called it dub. I only called it. It was horrible. Which one? Uh, Baki Three Netflix. Oh, you watching? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that they have it on. They had the. Why did I watch that? At? Was the first one English? Yeah, they were. That's because yeah. remember we knew their voices. I never tripped off that shit. Yeah, cause remember the big black uh Unchained? Yeah. Unchained did not sound like that on the uh the first two parts on Netflix. Sub the sub dub. be fucking me up, man, because I be doing too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm looking like, oh shit, they in fucking. Venezuela, nigga. Like, when did this happen? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going yeah. on, dog. Like, I gotta rewind this shit and read. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that. Read, okay. nigga. Read. Oh, like, you gotta have, like, full undivided attention yes, when you nigga. watch Hold yourself. Hold on, we gonna go even a little bit more deeper. Like, I was just watching, because you had a video, and, uh, Dub versus Sub. The main reason most people, like, you know, Sub is so much better than Dub. It's the reason. Um, growing up 90s, watching 90s and even 80s anime. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it came to, uh, Funimation. Oh, and when right. it started coming on Channel 11, WB, all that. Uh, DBZ. All that early that early shit when mm-hmm. they uh, yeah, came on Cartoon Network. They had to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying? I they had, that's the main thing. They had to clean up. I remember when um, One Piece, it was just, I don't know who uh, died. It was some woman. She died and it's like she got sent to like the like prison for life and she can't come, never come out. Mm-hmm. But then technically she died. I mean, just like, even with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!, the shadow room is not a real place. People just die. Like, oh, you're getting sent to the shadow room. No, they say I killed off. You can't be like, <laughs> oh, this person died because he played a card game. Right. And it was just a lot of, even like DBZ, it was just a lot of blood, a lot of like nudity and all that Cause stuff. Because I remember Vegeta had uh, killed the dude by doing a flying knee to his neck. Oh. And I had it on DVD. But I'm like, yo, they didn't show that on Toonami, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, you know what I'm That's saying? You can't the, show that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, that like that 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 whole... That's the whole argument. That's the whole argument for subs. It's just like, nah, I want I want to hear this shit dub. Mine, mm, so I can, mm, like, listen to it while I'm doing other shit. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me that I made that video on YouTube. Because I was kind of, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of the anime community. <laughs> so, I actually have, like, fans. It's weird, dog. Like... <laughs> They hardcore, like, what do you mean you never seen Bleach? And I'm like, oh, damn, nigga. Like, <laughs> like calm down, my dude. Like, And, of course, it's some AV that's some cartoon. And right. I was like, yo, I don't even know what you look like. And I was like, I don't know if you're male or female. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, like, I always watch the subs just off the voice. Like, well, I mean, the voices seem more serious like, yeah, yeah. and more urgent. And it's like, oh, I fuck with that. But then there's some shit that's in dub 
that I, I've never seen sub and never I don't want to see it sub. Like Cowboy Bebop is the prime example. That is the best dub I've ever heard. And I was like, dog, I will never watch that shit in sub. That would be disrespectful. Yeah. Like, Yu Yu Hakusho, never seen a sub. Never will. I don't want to. Like, I've, I've seen the sub. I've seen the sub. Like, and I it, was half and half. I'm like, I'm both. It's just like, coming from like the English dub, you had to wait because they used to run a series oh, yeah, back. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, let me look for these on Kaza real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look these oh, up shit. real quick so I can they will be sub and it's like, alright. Oh, back then um YouTube first came out when uh there's only allowed 15 minutes. You had to watch three 15 minute epi- 15 <laughs> minute pieces of one episode. Right. And the letter one of them be gone. You like, I don't know what happened, but uh, <laughs> I seen part one so and three. I don't know what happened. Right. 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 Let's just keep it moving. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh apparently they're alive, All right? We're good. <laughs> Like, but yeah, uh, we gotta find uh, no one some uh, loop in the third uh, samples. Samples that yeah. that'll be that'll be filled. That's how we got. There. All right, <laughs> I, I want Mo to watch that shit so bad because anything that reminds me of Mo, I'm like, yo, Mo would fuck with this. Like, you I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check Lupin, it out. Like, you, you know, we heard it from Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, first. that's the only reason. And I know. like, and then when I looked it up, I'm like, huh, that's an interesting. He steals jewelry and things, and he's he's fly as fuck. Like. Mm. Okay, like I could do. He has he has the blue blazer flapping in the wind, and he's always got like a fucking way out of shit. Like, mm-hmm. It's just dope. Like I fuck with it. So I was watching it on Amazon Prime, and then I ended up buying it on Blu-ray, but it was only in a uh, region B, so it can only be played in like Europe and shit. I'm one of them weird niggas that got the region free Blu-ray players. Like I got a hunt from shits. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like yo, let me buy that shit. I, I need to watch. Bro, I know what you talking about. So like. So no, like, I get it, but it's, it's broken I didn't know that regions. was a thing. No, like for real, like if I put like that region B disc into a regular Blu-ray player, it's gonna be this huge like X yeah. or like don't enter. It doesn't work here. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and I heard one, Netflix got some shit like that too, where like you can change like where you got oh, yeah, like region locked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, niggas who got that shit are living fat. Man. Like like living like they cause they uh. They get like them Studio Ghibli movies and shit. Right. Cause those those ain't over here except on uh, the fucking uh the new shit, the HBO Max shit. Don't buy that shit. Shit's a waste of money. <laughs> I mean, I got the free trial. So do the free trial for seven days, but uh set a uh, reminder for yourself so you don't get that like damn, I just bought some uh, Chipotle and uh damn, these fifteen dollars has been deducted from my account. You mad for the rest of the fucking day. Like <laughs> fuck, like fuck HBO and all that ain't shit. Ain't hungry. Yeah, no, niggas still gonna get that food. <laughs> 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 they gonna find a way to get that yeah. meal, baby. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But they gonna be happy about it. Like I'm in the negatives, but fuck it, I, I ain't good today. Like shit, I needed, <laughs> I needed that shit. Fuck it. Hey man, yeah, we gotta, we gotta find. I'm gonna get you. Man, I'm serious. I'm about to email you that shit just to see what you do with that shit, bro. Oh please. please. <laughs> I'll find that shit for real. So how would like, how do you keep your uh your passion for producing? Is it just like just strictly just music related because some people are just like man I just love music so much I just gotta keep doing it and some people it's just some outer shit where it'd be like family uh, experiences yeah. stuff like that What what is it for you? I mean like I just I've been a music lover all my life you know mm-hmm. so it's like as far as like uh, my love my love for producing really just stems from just my love of, of listening to music mm-hmm. so it's like if I ever feel like I'm truly uninspired that's usually just whenever I go into my corner and just like throw on some records that I never heard before. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, 
I guess it's just like a never ending, like, you know, just search for that inspiration. Some it's sometimes it comes ending. sometimes it comes right away, sometimes it doesn't, but you know. I just love listening to music, so it's just that's that's where it all comes from. Mm. All right. So like I always wanna ask producer this. Is is there <laughs> truly a difference between a beat maker and a producer? <sighs> like it's like a, and I'm seriously asking you this question, like for knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to be disrespectful, like, damn, that's a good beat maker. But, oh, fuck you, nigga, I'm a producer. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, some I shit. would think so. I think so. I mean, so, some people straight up get offended with this question because, like, right. they, they think that, like, a, a beat maker is somehow, like, lesser than a producer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, so, so many of us use the terms, like, interchangeably. Like, it, most of the time, it really don't matter. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like there are people, there are some people that do nothing but make beats, and then there are there are people that actually like produce and build songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay. I would think if anything, that's probably like the main difference because there are people that just do nothing but make beats and do nothing to like actually contribute to the creation of a song. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Now that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That's okay. That's obviously. I never heard it broken down that way. Yeah. Like, some people are like, yo, there's a difference between a beat maker and producer. Like, like some people say, no, nah, if you're a producer, like you gotta be able to mix and master. You gotta know your way around the studio. You gotta be able to like hook up twenty different mics at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be able to mix a live band and some shit. <laughs> know how to score a movie, like <laughs> produce. Do with that. Like, I know produce. <laughs> like uh, yo, the, you don't work with too many people. Uh, not not uh, like a handful. Yeah, like is and that, is that by design or because you're kind of like yo, I like to keep things like close to the chest, like that or type. Kinda, of shit. Or they like, not deserving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead talk <laughs> shit. Not working. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I I've just always been just you know, kind of re- just reserved. Okay. Like yeah. I, I I just always keep to myself. Uh, and that, that, that's, but uh, not to cut you off, but uh, I remember the, uh, definitely you and the abnormal. Yeah. Like then and run around like the tag team champions. And stuff. Mm. Cause yeah. I, the funny thing, I used to take both of y'all home, um, like every now and again. Cause uh, normal, he lived, you know, out in North County too. You right, were, like right. around, the, used to live around the corner for me. Right. So I remember they used to like kill shows back to back. Like they used to have sets together. Yeah. I remember that one because that that was a time frame, man. You and them abnormal dog. That was those was... were for real the tag team champions of beating me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like we, me and him was trying to be like. The new generation of Sound Clash, like that—that that was kind of <laughs> like our goal when uh when we was performing like that. But um, yeah, like as far as um like performing or even really like collabing, it's really just a handful of people that I really deal with. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always I'm always down to work with with other people, but like I'm not really you know I'm not really one to just like send beats to just every single rapper that I meet. Yeah. So yeah. like, is um have you done? Uh, like like a, a full project with just one artist, or or and what if you haven't? Would you be open to that? I'm definitely open uh, open for it, and I have not. Mm-hmm. No, I have not. I've, I've actually um, I've had I've had plans for a long time to do like some kind of project with um Amir. Oh, they got some joints. They got some joints. They got some joints. Like me, me and me and him <laughs> have been like plotting for years. Uh-huh. To, to put together, like, a full body of work. And it just never really, like, materialized the way that we wanted it to. That, that, that'll yeah, fuck up a lot of minds, man. Because... Yeah, <laughs> nah, they, got, they got a song together. He rapping on it, though. 
I, I, rem- okay. I know, I know which one you're talking about. I love, I yeah. completely spazzed out. I was like, yo, this is the greatest or whatever, dog. Like, <laughs> Every time, like he, I love, I love Mir just for the fact that like he, he loves to rap off the rails. He yes. takes the train <laughs> off the tracks, yep. and then when you see, it, be like, dog, no, what are you doing? And then when you hear it, you're like, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Okay, like, never mind. I'm sorry, I interrupted your playtime. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, he's that good, dog. Like, and I'll be, I'll be trying. Like, if, if anyone's ever seen him, like, freestyle, man, it's just like, what the fuck, dog? Like, at it's first, like next level. It'll like, start off like some bullshit. And then it'll just build up to like this nigga's talking about pyramids, and, like astrology, like, moons, planets. I've never seen somebody so passionate about astrology. This dude, act, we, yeah. was, we was in, we was in, uh, I think it was one of Shmino shows. I, I want to say we was in Delmar Hall or Pageant. I can't remember, but uh, he came and sat down on my table. You know, we just chopping it up, catching up and shit. He was like, "Hey man, like when was your birthday?" And I was like, yo, November. And Scorpio. And he just started breaking like shit down, dog. And yeah. I was like, nah, he's, like he's like, man, Benny, I love this shit. Like, I'm like, oh, like, oh damn. Like, no, he <laughs> really into it. I don't know I said this on here before, but like, I remember years ago, he made a Facebook status and talking about the 2020. At first, yeah, ideally talking about it would be like a wor- another world world because like so many crazy shit happened when the planets and stars were aligned mm-hmm. as supposed to happen in 2020. I mean, I'm a, I haven't seen him in so long. I've been meaning to tell him, like, dog, you predict, you said this years ago. <laughs> no, it was just like dead. I was like, yo, something's gonna happen in 2020. I'm gonna bring this full circle. Me and Mo were chilling outside of phone, and I seen Mir walk past. That's the last time I seen Mir. I'm like, yo, Mir. He's like, oh, yo. He's like, he was just on his way. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that, that was hilarious. Shout out the phone. Like as usual, he. Like I said, him and Spade, man, remind me of Akuma. They just walked the earth. <laughs> just walked the earth. Like, God, you guys are legends. Like, you know this right? Like, you know you're legends, right? Like <laughs> They just they just be normal people, man. Yeah. And, they just blend in. Like, they're really good at blending in. They can teach real. they can teach me some shit, man. They already have. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. How do you feel? I already know how you feel about sampling. Sampling? But a lot of people well, downplay sampling. So this is weird for me because, like, when I first started making beats, mm-hmm. I hated sampling. Mm. And I think it's just because I wasn't good at it. But oh, <laughs> he's impatient. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was I was pretty impatient. Like, I was just kind of one of those, like, you know, if if it ain't in like the first ten seconds, it's whack. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Um, but when I first started, like, I tried to sample. I wasn't really that good at it, and I was pretty much just at that point just trying to. Playing around with like synthesizers and stuff, mm-hmm. I really wasn't good at that. <laughs> and uh, of course, of course, I got I got to mention Dilla. Once Dilla came out with Donuts, mm. that shit was like, <laughs> like that that that, that shit kind of like uh, like opened Pandora's box of possibilities mm. when it came to sampling. Yep. So it was like I just started like tackling it from like a whole different angle. Do if that re- makes sense. Do you remember like the first thing you tried to sample? The first thing I tried to sample was, and I, I don't even know why I remember this. It's a song by Gene Dunlap called "It's Just the Way I Feel." Mm. And, have, and it, have you ever revisited it since that yeah, time? That's what I, I should. 
Yeah. I really should. All right, there it but, is. But, <laughs> yeah. but that original beat was terrible. <laughs> like that. Um, is the sample cold though? That the sample is cold. Um, okay. actually, knowledge used it. Mm. Knowledge used it. Um, Another sensei. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a sensei. I can't. I can't remember what it was that he used it on, but uh, he had used it a few years ago. Okay. And when when I heard him drop it, I was like, oh shit! I wasn't as terrible as I thought I was. <laughs> I was on to something. <laughs> just, you, yeah. you just didn't stick with it. Yeah. That's normal. I think everybody been through some shit like that. Like yeah. yo, I'm DJing me. I had, I had control for one week. Like fuck me. this shit. <laughs> uh, I'm done. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying. I'm gonna get back to it. I'll probably video and. <laughs> hey, I was the same way. I'm like, yo, no, yeah, I ain't like, went back either. Mm. I gotta, I gotta edit the shit we doing tonight. So, I'm like, yo, but I, I'm pretty decent at it now. You know what I'm saying? I, I can do some shit. I, it took a while though. Shout out to YouTube, <laughs> YouTube so, University. Where were y'all when I was in high school, <laughs> middle school, bunch of other shit? Now, like, is it? Ha, have you ever? Um, Met like, who, okay. Since we already, we already brought up Dilla, yeah, we already know Dilla, yeah. Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. of course. Do you have your Mount Rushmore of producers in your life? So it doesn't have. I don't want. I don't so, want. No, I don't want no political shit where they just give the four just dopest. I just. I, I like to know if people just like yo these four. They me. That yeah. That I'm, I bow down like yo. Those my guys or I girls. Got I got you. Um, so. Pretty much like the ones that kind of shaped who I am. Mm-hmm. So, first off, I'm gonna leave Dilla out because that's too easy. Okay, yeah. I, I respect that. It's like a um, he's 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 a different stratosphere. Yeah. <laughs> um, first off is Pete Rock. Mm-hmm. Pete Pete Rock was like, I I don't know, man. Like Pete Rock, whenever I heard his stuff, I was just amazed at. The uh, the ability to take like so many different, completely different records of yeah. just like different sounds, different keys, and blend them to mm. to, to make them all cohesive and like not junky because I mm. could I could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> you could barely tell it was different songs. Yeah, like, it right. sounded like yeah. just one piece. You know who else was really good at that? That people don't realize Warren G. Mm. He was really good at taking. Different songs and it's just like, dog. You look at the sample, like, damn, mm-hmm. five different tracks. Yeah, like it's just yeah. like, and I never knew, and it it blow me away. And P Rock was definitely one of those too. Yeah. yeah. So, P Rock, DJ Premier, mm. DJ Premier with like all of the uh, the gang star stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, favorite Premier beat. Favorite Premier beat. Um, Six Sense by Common. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, let me see. The RZA, the RZA uh, definitely be number three on that. I definitely gotta hear your favorite of his. My favorite of the RZA, man. Let me think. I'm going to hell. That's um. I know I'm not in this. I know I'm not in this. I'm going to heaven to hell. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. Man, heaven to hell, stupid. Like that shit's stupid. Like, like no, my favorite RZA shit, the Saint Eyes commercial, they did. It used to come on BT as malt liquor, and when he was so good at like not disguising the sample, yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did he sample this? I go to listen to the original, and I'm just trying oh, to, I'm breaking my, my brain, like, yo, like, 
and I know where it is. Yeah. I'm like, but how did it get to this? And I'm just like, yo, like, what the fuck, dog? But yeah, like, we'll watch it after this shit where you'll hear the beat and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, and it and then play the original. Yeah. Be like, what the, how the fuck did he do this? Hey, that's why he on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> I think with RZA, even though it's like, you know, one of the more popular songs, I'm still amazed at um, at Cream. Yeah, that, that just is like the, crazy. The, 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 the way that that beat was so like offbeat, but still like the, the loop was still perfect. Like, I don't, it's, it's, a, it's a subtle art to that, man. Right. It's a real subtle art to that. So, um, yeah. Who all, who all did I say? Pete Rock, Premier, DJ Premier, RZA. RZA. After that, I would probably say Lord Finesse from Digging mm. in the Crates. Ooh. Yeah. And not to, I only see OGs mention him. Like, and they always, like, talk, like, glowingly. Yeah. Like, it's just like, yo, that's the God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I, Admittedly, I, I didn't really get into Lord Finesse until, like, um, once I really started to get comfortable with making beats. Mm-hmm. Like, once I really started to get comfortable with my sampling, and then, like, um, an old friend of mine uh, online had, like, thrown that name at me. He was like, man, your shit remind me of, like, early Lord Finesse. And I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Go look, <laughs> go look this dude up. I'm like, damn, you think I sound like this nigga? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to work towards. So. <laughs> so, how was the the learning curve for you when you started producing? Was it like heavy, or was it? It was kind of something that you you kind of like. I don't wanna, I don't like calling people like naturals. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you there there is some type of learning curve. Definitely. Basically, was it easy for you, or was it kind of like difficult for you when you started producing? As far as the learning curve goes. When it came to getting stuff the way that I wanted it to sound, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard because, like, I didn't know what quantization was. I didn't know how to turn it off. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, every, everything that I did was, everything that I used to do was just, like, so much on the grid. And, like, it it, it was it was hard to figure out at first. It was. But, um, you know. What were some of the mistakes you, you were making outside of the quantification? Um... Like I said, like the the main mistake was just like sampling too easily, like you know, f- first few seconds I kind of had to. But producing mm-hmm. really taught me patience, mm-hmm. even though I was already you know that people always told me that I was always a, like a patient kid. Like producing really taught me like patience and how to truly listen to something, you mm-hmm. know. Like you're not always gonna get it, not always gonna get a gem in the first few seconds. But mm-hmm. You got to yeah, fish you gotta with it. Really, you got to yeah. fish. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta really sit and like listen to it. Like, yeah, it will come. It will, some beats. If the song is six minutes, it will come right at five forty-five. That's how that devil in uh devil in new dress sample is with Kanye. Uh, Smokey. Smokey Robinson. Yeah. yeah, it's a while for you get to that. Yeah, part you be just listening life. to it and then so. you be like, oh shit, that's that sample, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Well, at least for me. And you be happy as fuck. Like, oh shit, I know this. <laughs> I know this. Yeah, shit. and you gotta run it back. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Like we already talked about, like Mir and how great he is. <laughs> Spade, like who is some of like the like musical peers that you like listen to the most as a producer? I, I hope I don't get no angry DMs thrown your way. 
for this answer? Um, so so you mean just like uh, as far as like people around here that I'm really yeah, that or I'm really it could be somebody back home, you know, or anything like that. Um. To, I don't really know if there's really just one person that I really get stuck on here. Mm-hmm. Every, to be honest, everybody in St. Louis is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like, that. there's not one... You, you want to know the, the one thing that I love so much about the St. Louis hip-hop scene? Mm-hmm. Is that, like, there's no... Well, I mean, that there's obviously, like, you know, there's certain, like, niches and sounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like St. Louis as a whole, there's not one oh, definitive yeah. sound. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to get a little bit of everything depending on, like, what direction or what corner you're going in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you can't say, like, oh, that sounds like a St. Louis song. Yeah, like, you hear something, you be like, oh, that sounds like some Houston shit or, yeah, you know, yeah. East Coast shit. Like, you're right. Or that St. Louis shit. Yeah, we, we don't have that. At all. <laughs> I, I, I think that's so interesting. Like, th- there really isn't, like, another group or duo that sounds like Domino Effect. Here. That's true. Like, there isn't. Mm-hmm. So it's right. like... yeah. Yeah. And it can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, out here, yeah, that's impossible. <laughs> like, I mean, the closest you will get is like, yo, it's the same subject matter. But even yeah. that is debatable. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, <laughs> like, that is debatable. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I, I can't answer that question myself, actually. So that makes sense, because I, I, I don't think I listen to just... Man, every other fucking week, I'm like, yo, it's my favorite rapper. Yeah. yeah. Somebody <laughs> come Every week, man. It's like, man, this dude is great. This girl is great. Like, what the fuck, yeah. man? It's so much. And I, I just try my best to just stay open to, like, what, whatever I see in here coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just try to, like, keep an open mind about everything and just try to ingest everything that I can. Because mm-hmm. it's just, especially now, it's just so much that's that, that's just coming out from here. So I was like, yeah. It's a I, lot. I'm, I'm going to use this time to campaign and just throw it out there <laughs> for a Steve and No One uh, EP. Oh. <laughs> we, we talk, just we talked about this. Just throw it out there. Just throw it out there. Yeah, we definitely need to make it happen. We, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 would love, I would love to see that because stuck is the shit. So yeah. <laughs> that's a, that is it's, relatable. The production is great. It was like, ah, oh, damn, fuck yeah. work. Because Steve's the one who introduced me to you, and then I was like... Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I found out about you through Steve. Yeah, and right. then I think you were uh, at, like, uh, was it like Beat Juice, one of the uh, uh, producer. Was that at phone? Uh, but, uh, uh, but Beat nah, Juice was my show. Nah, it was like, yeah, okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, and I was like, shit, gotta go, Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, SoundCloud, shit, I think I was listening to you before I even knew who you was. And oh, right. Like, yeah. Like, cause I always, I know I always repost the stuff on SoundCloud. Yeah. On both on both of my uh, accounts. So um, it's definitely any beat like any beat he throw at somebody. I remember the one he did, uh, Spade and Tough did that bop crazy. Like yeah. anything mm. like it is like it was a centipede or no man. one produced. It's just like all right, let me go to that one first. Like man, cause if, I know it knocks. It's just a certain feel to it. If y'all could have heard the track that they that was originally supposed to be on Preacher in the Trap, I think you heard it. Now I got I got the whole Preacher in the Trap. Not I'm mean, gonna go and stream that right now. But like, he yeah. <laughs> got the advance, y'all. He uh, got the advance. Four years ago when it first came out, right, right. It came out. But uh, yeah, I got that. I got that. I definitely got to find that. But even. 
everything like that's that's the like intro music to my podcast. I'm so fast. <laughs> it's a centipede beat. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, that one. Uh, hold on. I gotta talk about that one project. Uh, I had a Stevie sample, "The Love, the Moon, Match with Sunshine." Was it Match with Sunshine or? I can't. That, what? I don't think that was a Stevie Wonder. It song. was like a pixelated, pixelated cover. It was kind of purple. Oh, you're talking about love sounds. Yeah, love. That's one of my Which? one of my favorite joints. It was a Stevie sample, and it was like. It was another one that was just so insane. I used to play it all the time. <laughs> I, I used think... to play it all the time. I used to tag you in it every like story, <laughs> post. I'm just like Maybe daily jams. Definitely <laughs> daily jams. It was Alfredo. <laughs> the daily jams. It was just like yeah. the sample. Like even like you always say it was signature static sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like it flow. It flows with everything. I just like almost the static sound connects. With the beat, cause it's just like, hold on, and it just it knocks. It's just like looking to me. It reminds me like you trying to look through the station. Exactly. And you just like, hold on, what? What is? Damn. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that was the that's the feel. That's like when I hear your beats. That's what I feel every time. Just like and that's the sta- channels. Yeah. And that static is like the hit. That's like the cherry on top. Yeah. It's everything. That's I'm a, of course I'm the fan. I'm a fan. Like I'm knowing for years, so I know everything. But it's just like. Every time you produce with somebody, like you definitely need to get you some more work and like niggas ain't doing nothing right now. Shit. Yeah. Y'all stay your ass at home. Just wear yeah, a mask, yeah. wash your hands. <laughs> stay your ass at home. Cause there's some homies. I seen you niggas <laughs> eating off plates. Oh, I'm disappointed in all of you. I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed, disappointed. in you. Like that's worse. Like just wanna let y'all niggas know. Y'all eating forks. Like, what's wrong well, with people you? People have a whole dining experience. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop that shit, dead ass, yo. I'm <laughs> dead ass, yo. Dead ass, stop that shit before your ass be dead, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, hold on. <laughs> That's all another tangent, but seriously, anything like, you haven't listened to Centipede Beats or No One Beats, trust me, find a sound, Clyde. Is it still Head Nod? Was it like Head Nod production? Cause you had the head no, nod too. New you had head nod production. Yeah, yeah. I changed my name so much over the years. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I had at least three from you in the last maybe two two years. <laughs> that too many? Yeah. That sounds about right. No, that sounds about right. But um, yeah, I'm not done with the name changes either. What's right. the motivation behind them? Just kind of just new, just refreshing. But uh, the name changes. Yeah. So this uh, this main name change. So okay, I, I don't know if anybody really knows this, but there was uh, there's another producer and DJ from San Francisco named Mafono, who also goes by DJ Centipede, and this uh-huh. dude has been going at it for like a long time. Like back in my MySpace days, this dude had like a huge following. Okay, and like I remember, like I talked to him on MySpace years ago. And, you know, real cool dude, ch- chatted with him. He was like, you know, oh, yeah, you're Centipede, too. That's cool. That's what's up. I mainly go by my phone now, so it's all good. And um, uh, DJ Makosa actually brought him here to St. Louis a few a few years back uh, to Blank Space. And I actually met him there. And he was like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't really care if you use Centipede. <laughs> like, you know, it's whatever. But then, like, sometime last year, I mean, this has been going on for a while, but last year was kind of like the final straw. Last year, there was a a show promoter that um, put up a flyer for one of Mofono's shows, and and it was saying, like, you know, come see DJ Centipede. 
and it tagged me and had my picture on the flyer. Oh. <laughs> and I was sitting here like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be in San Fran on Thursday? <laughs> Y'all got me on a ticket? Like, okay. So that, that was kind of like, yeah, okay. Something's got to change. But you have a funny thing. You have a funny story with that, with the name Centipede. Yes. So, so um, I got the name Centipede. Uh, this actually spans back from me being a kid in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually uh, playing like in my grandmother's basement. Just I, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like <laughs> walking backwards or like. Uh, playing on like some old exercise equipment or something. I long story short, I slipped and fell backwards, and when I got back up, I had a huge cut on the side of my arm. Mm. Still got it. So like all my family's panicking. They rushed me to the hospital. The doctor did a terrible job, and I have this really ugly scar that looks like a tattoo of a centipede on my arm. Wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, like literally growing up, like kids would see it and be like, "Oh, that's that kid with the centipede scar." And then, like you know, years later, they'd be like, "Oh, what up, centipede?" Like centipede. So that's where that comes from. I couldn't escape it. That's that's wild. (laughs) I'm glad we got that story. Yeah, I I, I would have never guessed something shit, some shit like that. Most people think it's the video game. And I'm like, I probably yeah. never played the video game in my life. Or the song, too, was. the song. Was right. Like it's like, Cena, Cena. <laughs> like Cleo. That's the 80s, Cena. right? <laughs> you know that, uh, that, that Reby Jackson song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cleo, wait, every time she sees you, she sings that, too. Cena, <laughs> um, now, like, where where do you want to take everything with your art? Like, where do you see yourself going with it? Like, because from what I gather, you're very chill. Yeah. Like, yo... I don't need all this. Like, we good right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Type of guy. Like, where do you want to take it with your art? I honestly don't know at this point. And that's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. kind, I'm kind of at a place where it's like, you know, I'm kind of, wherever it goes, that's, I'm going to just let it happen, you know? Mm. I'm going to just let it happen. Like, I mainly that's just. That's good stuff happens. Yeah. I, I really just, like, at this point, I'm really trying to just, Stay creative, just how's the best way to explain it? Like, I create because it helps me sleep better at night. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it expounds we, on that because I think that's very important for people to kind of get it from your perspective of why it helps you sleep at night. Like, it just it's something really like therapeutic and calming. Like and not 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 even just the chill shit, but even like the like the raw shit or like just mm-hmm. the weird stuff that I make. It's like it's just something that's really like just almost f- fulfilling, I guess. Mm. Like it just like scratches an itch that nothing else can reach for me. Mm-hmm. Like that that that's that that's what producing is like for me. So I don't I don't really expect to I don't really expect to get like anything huge out of it. Because, like, I've already achieved my goals just by making the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Do it for the music. Can't forget also the Vibe Music Collective <laughs> on top of that. Yeah. That was, a, that was a major look, too, for you, though. It was, uh, yeah. It, it's, I don't even know if I told anybody this, but uh, it's kind of weird with them right now. Mm-hmm. That They're still good people, but... I, I don't really want to say that I like parted ways from them, but I'm still cool with them. Mm. But nice. it is kind of weird. 
Shit. Nah, it's still the homies. So yeah, they're, they're, shout out to Iman, shout out to Spade. Yeah, Iman, Kev, Spade—they all the homies. I still talk to them. Maybe we'll do something else in the future. I don't mm. know. Life is weird. It is. Okay. <laughs> it is. But you know what ain't weird? It's tree title time. Mm. Tree title. Mm. <laughs> I was waiting on the drop. It's not the boiler room. It's the villa room, baby. Oh yeah. It's the villa room. Right. Hey. <laughs> All right. And it feels like it. Lie. Mankind whole, versus Undertaker, nigga. <laughs> my whole next question. Yeah, I'm very sweaty. Hey, hey. We about to get into I this set it. from no one. We hot as fuck. Get the fans on. Let's Please. go. <laughs> <laughs>